It's only entertainment. Welcome back to The Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. My guest today is Carl Russ. He's a Chief Operating Officer for Banana Bros, which makes the auto, which is a handheld device that makes pre-rolls. All right. Um, so did you receive the auto in the mail that was sent to you? I did. Yep. Did you, you get a chance to play with it a little bit? I did. You know, um, it came in the mail. First thing I do is is just kind of open it up and uh, was able to take a look at. I had seen pictures or images, whatever videos of it. Didn't really know how it worked, but inside it had everything. So I didn't need to get any cones. It had that. The measuring cup is nice because if you get too eager and you throw a big fat nug in there, it will do one of two things. It'll either, when you pull the lid off, it'll leave too much at the top and it's simply just brush that off. Or uh, it could clog if you put too fat of a nug in there. So that's why the measuring cup is in there. Um, What we found is people like the measuring cup maybe for the first one or two, and then they quickly self-adjust. You figure it out pretty quick. Yeah. yeah, Although I'm a glutton, I'm like, I want a five gram. And it's like, it's, that's not how it works, Josh. Um, But you've got um, the charging cables and um, the adapter, like everything you need is all right in there. So um, having not even known how the thing works, I was able to figure out with the instructions that you just hold the button for a couple seconds, turn it on. And then, um, I was I was pleasantly surprised how fast it actually filled. Um, that was pretty interesting. So all in all, I, I think uh, it was a pretty cool little thing. I understand you were at the MJ BizCon, or you had a rep that had the auto at MJ BizCon in Vegas. And yet, <clears throat> what's frustrating is, is I just saw on social media that um, most innovative product went to a rose wrapping paper uh, roll um rolling paper so that's something i saw on the west coast five years ago it's not innovative it it, it was niche over here and then quickly fell out and then now they're just regurgitating this on the east coast and that's kind of what i feel like um mj bizcon is 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 uh this regurgitation that the east coast hasn't figured out quite yet um unfortunately i feel like the auto could have been uh an innovative product i'm looking for new neat niche all the time handheld for me maybe not for uh some smaller folks out there but all in all i thought it was a fun little gadget we found a range of people that really love it obviously in any group there's typically somebody who can roll really well and there's typically four or five people that struggle (laughs) i don't know if you had that experience um, yeah, I, I suck at it. Even with the the Lieberman overrolling the little raw rolling things, um, there's so I, I took three pounds and rolled one gram joints with three pounds. So I, I think there's like fifteen hundred or something. It was really stupid. It was a lot of work, um, and that was for my own R and D for doing um, joints back in the day. In 2015 in Washington State, there was no um package joints there wasn't even any strain specific and you had no idea if it was indica or sativa it was literally a jar and at the bud tenders for the medical marijuana dispensary they would roll them it's the most popular product sold out in the first hour after that it was gone and it was so i mean even even though people had no idea what it was they still bought it and that's why i was like oh damn i gotta get on this so i went with packaging strain specific um and you knew what it was you knew what you wanted so I'm always down for the grab and goes. I think this is really nice, really convenient. 
Um, I could see, you know, a 2.0 where it has a tamper. Um, mm-hmm. What's kind of cool is, is this uh, little thing, you know, you just pull this up and then that's what pops your uh, pre-roll up. And it's set up too where this could be the tamper in the future to some degree, like put a little bit in there. Um, You're right on it. Absolutely. Um, what we've done with the, with version one is exactly that. It, it requires a little bit of finesse, but we know some people like a tighter pack joint and some people prefer it a little looser. Obviously, if you don't, if you just let it run and you don't touch it, it packs it kind of loose. And then you can shake it like a Polaroid or tap it yourself to pack it down a little bit. We've even had some people that stop halfway. They let, they've got it down to a science, right? They, they do a small bud, get it halfway in, do a little tamp, put it back on, then cut it again, then put a little more bud in and finish it off. And they get a much you know tighter pack uh, that way. We, we've actually designed a 2.0 version that is a little more like, a, think of an Italian espresso machine for your counter that has variable packing associated with it. Uh, we're hoping that we can get that launched, you know, in the next 18 months. Interesting. Yeah. So a little tabletop version mm-hmm. that you can do. Um, yeah. It's funny when I was at MJ BizCon, I rolled about, um, I don't know, five to seven, three gram blunts. And then I only, I only took with me five joints, one gram joints. I found the joints that I was smoking a lot um, more convenient. Uh, I I prefer a blunt, um, but it's not always convenient to smoke a blunt because you don't have the time or maybe I'm in a situation where I'm going to go into a lobby and I just reek. And um, I don't really care what people think, but when you're trapped in a, in a elevator, I'm empathetic to that. I hate cigarette smoke. And I've had people like gas out like, oh my God, what is happening? And I right. just feel bad for them. Um, so I could see somebody having that tabletop version, knocking out a bunch and then taking them with them. Yep. Definitely and that's less portable, but more functionality yeah. where this mm-hmm. one's in between. It's, it, you can keep it at home on your coffee table, which a lot of people do, but it is portable enough that if you choose to take it with you, make some in the car, put it in your backpack while you're hiking or whatever, make one there. Because obviously with it being self-contained, you don't have to deal with the wind blowing it, the papers away or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So we found that this was a sweet spot in kind of hitting the broader market. It's a mill and fill, so it can basically do anything. Is there um, an option to get, because I'm not a fan of the cone shape. Um, I'm a huge fan of a mill and fill. Is there an option in the future to have a cylindrical base for a, a cigarette style? There's the uh, We've actually produced those before for things like Vibes, Cali cones, and some of those. King Palm Palm was the name I was trying to think of. I'm not a fan of King Palm, but just more of um, that, that cylindrical style that you can fill is, is that going to be an option in the future for um, an accessory? Yes. So in the 2.0 version, you can change out the, basically the, what we call the cone holder, which is what that is. And it can hold different sizes and different shapes. So there are inserts. If you look at that, you'll see there's an insert that's the, right now it's the shape of a king cone, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it also holds a shorty, so it'll handle an 84 millimeter with the adapter. So we figured between the 84 and the 109, 110s, that was pretty much the bulk of the market at the time when we first came out with this. But as the market continues to expand with dog walkers and other larger you know, cylindrical variants, there's flexibility there. 
Yeah, that was another thing people were talking about were the uh, quarter gram, third gram, these dog walkers, these small ones. I'm in Washington. One gram is the most popular here. Right. Um, but I see in other markets, the smaller ones are definitely um, more popular. Uh, yeah, and I think people... COVID uh, affected that because there was a little less sharing at the time, right? So people wanted more personalized consumption models. And that's pretty much what those, I think, provide. Yeah, I think it's definitely a lot smaller. Um, rather than putting it out, some people can't smoke the whole thing. Um, so COVID started that and people were like, oh, that's what I want. That way I don't have to put it out anymore. Yeah. Because um, it kind of stinks. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's convenience, price and convenience, the the two most uh, determining factors for people. Uh, how did you determine the grind? Because the grind is pretty good. You put your little nug in there, you wait a couple seconds, and then it goes through this cycle where it grinds and fills it really, really quick. And then it goes through this clearing phase where mm -hmm. I don't know if it's cleaning it or um, trying to get everything out, but maybe you could talk about the grind as well as maintenance. Yes, absolutely. So the grind uh, took a very, very long time to get the grind correct, because obviously we need to handle pretty dry material all the way up to very wet and sticky material. And it can handle the broader range of material where, you know, if you take dry material and you put it in a hand grinder, you can powderize it, you know, pretty quickly. Or if you take kind of wet, sticky material, put it in a hand grinder, you can ball it up pretty quickly. Um, this doesn't actually isn't really a grinder. It's more of a mill, right? So it, what it does is it controls the pressure, the speed and the direction of the grinding plates or the milling plate, really they're milling plates and it mills into the product with pressure so that it's really slicing off perfect size particles and treating the material with respect so that it does less damage to the chemical structure versus, you know, compacting it and grinding it. So it's more of a, mil a fine milling or cutting that leaves more of the chemical structure intact. And then the particle size has been optimized for the best burn, the best, a nice, slow, even burn rate. So you get less canoeing, you don't get runs, you don't get, you know, cherries, you get a much smoother burn uh, from that even, very even uh, particle size distribution. And the reason for that is you get a good mix of material that hasn't been damaged or crushed, been treated with respect, and then you get a good mix of airflow between the particle sizes to get the right burn. And to do it over the widest range of material, because we don't control the material, obviously, that goes into that the you know consumer uses to put into the machine. Mm -hmm. So um, that's why it's actually a milling system. And if you if you hear it in the beginning, you hear it jog a little. It kind of goes, it's sensing the material, determining how it's going to run. And then it can actually read, if it hits a stem or a seed or something like that, it can actually read that and reverse out and change the direction, as well as it does change the direction for optimum milling. So I know that's a complicated answer, but it a lot went into it. And Dave, if he were here, he could get into it even more. He spent, you know, a couple of years getting that milling exactly right. And we haven't quite found anything that can mill as well as auto. It's a good product. So it's it's not too coarse. It's not too fine. Like you said, it, you can easily pulverize it. And some of these other grinders are are 80 bucks, um, you know, and, and it's expensive. And I, I kind of want to use the auto as, as my my milling machine. But I, I'm, I haven't cleaned it yet. And I'm curious about how long. And so I'm like, maybe I won't 
whole, maybe I won't grind this whole this whole ounce right now. Maybe I'll just yeah, do we it suggest you know you people can. We've had a lot of experience with consumers. People typically get a good 20, 25, uh, you know, joints out of it before, mm-hmm. but obviously more cleaning is better to keep it functioning at its optimum rate. And if you notice the um, top plate is held in just magnetically, so it's very easy to remove. And the bottom plate is spring loaded and is also, you just twist and pulls right out. So the two milling plates remove very easily. You can soak them in alcohol if you really want to get them clean. But even just a good brushing with the cleaning tool that we provided um, gives the, the cleaning that's necessary for 90% of users. 1.0 is, is interesting with 2.0. Is that going to be a situation where it could be used for as a service in um, a dab bar or, or a smoking lounge or whatever Absolutely. Uh, for commercial purposes? So both resident, both wholesale, like residential and then wholesale? Yes, absolutely. And in, in our vision long term for the whole business, we we you know have more industrialized versions on the table where uh, you can, you know, you can do a pre-roll line if you wanted to that has a better or what we deem a more perfect grind, a more perfect mill, so mm-hmm. to speak. Yeah, there's a lot of these machines that that I saw at at, at MJ BizCon mm-hmm. that have the the you, you have to have our already the material in there. You put it in the machine and it will fill it. And then right. now there's some packaging options, which is really interesting. There's another um, automation company that's doing infused. That's fairly new this year. But what you don't see is a really solid mill attached to it. And that's because it's complicated um, and the the variety and the differences, it's hard to kind of um, have a like uh, one solution for all of that, I think, is is the issue. Even though there's the Pulverset 19 by um, Fisher, I think is um, it's like 30 grand or whatever. So there are options out there if you have an unlimited budget. But what right. is this thing like 300 bucks or whatever? Well, which one did which one did you receive? Was it black, gold, red? Black. Black. Yeah, $149 of retail. Come on. Yeah, it's a great value. Yeah, I, I think so. I so yeah, at 300 bucks, I was like, this is this is kind of pricey, but if it's only 150, um, that's a fun little Christmas present if if uh your significant other or whoever um likes like smoking as much as I do. Yeah, and 15% off on the website until Christmas. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. I, you know, I use a bubbler most of the time, but this is so damn convenient. Um, I find myself using it until I ran out of papers and now I'm like That's on this... Amazon and trying to buy more papers. <laughs> yeah. Feel free. We've, we've sell our papers. They oh, fit you? perfectly. So the good news about auto, it, it is designed where it can tolerate other people's King cones, but it, ours, ours perform better. And if you prefer a 84 millimeter, our 84 or our shorty, um, which, you know, carries about a half gram. Um, that one is designed to fit perfectly in there where other shorties tend to leave gaps and have some, they still fill. So think of it as all cones, King and shorties will fill in auto, but the Banana Brothers premium cones fill preferred. They fill a little bit better just because the draft angle is adjusted and the opening is perfectly designed for auto. Yeah, I've I've sampled hundreds. So 420 wholesale pack and a lot of companies send me that stuff to test for them. Um, being a, a judge up here, I've tested a hundred and 
57 pre-rolls uh, for a contest. And there are a lot of shitty papers out there. People don't mm-hmm. even understand like the gaps that you get, the error, all of the, that, that changes the entire um, experience. It, it, yeah. The draw and everything is affected and therefore the, the experience is impacted. So it's, it means a lot in the end and, and is maybe well, only it's interesting you bring that up. It's interesting you bring that up because we're actually in the middle of la- we're our focus at Banana Brothers is on innovative products. So you mentioned, you know, the rose paper winning the most innovative product. Um, what we should have done was had our new product there, um, but it was running a little bit behind in the supply chain, but we're just getting it now and putting it up on the website where it's called ice cones. It's actually a cone with a built-in glass tip patent pending filter. So uh, we've worked with one of the largest activated charcoal manufacturers in the world to develop a specific filter for your fit, your favorite herb. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a, it's a two-stage filter that takes out the nasties, but uh, doesn't take out THC and gets rid of the throat burn. So it cools the smoke, it eliminates the throat burn, uh, and we believe it longer term protects the user and makes the smoking experience that much more enjoyable with a glass tip and a filter. So you'll see it coming out. It's they're called ice cones, all the hit without the heat. Yeah, that's huge. That's part of the reason why I like a bubbler as well as reducing yes. that heat. So when you said that, exactly. Think of it almost as a, you know, it's a it's a bong in the tip of a cone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was at a dab bar in Vegas for MJ BizCon, and even even there at the Sky High Lounge at, at New Woo, they'll have like this this bubbler, or whatever. But it's so dabs are so hot um, that that is huge, right? And I saw I saw a lot of people impacted negatively because of that heat there. So having something like that filter reduce the heat will drastically improve that experience. So well, let me send you some of those because our first you know production has just arrived. Let me send you some of those as well. You can test them and we can jump back on and do a review of that as well. That sounds good. I think given your experience, I think you'll really like these. It is true. Auto makes it more convenient. We do find people use more cones when they have an auto in the home because while all these other consumption methods are getting pressed, right? Vaping, edibles, it's concentrates, et cetera. Still the majority that's sold is flour and not everyone's, treating the flower which we believe the respect it deserves and that's what auto tries to do, tries to do we think of it as old school new tech right take that old school experience that's the most natural and foundational and apply some new technology to improve that experience it, it's the coolest um consumer gadget i've seen probably since 2017 um, there's been a huge lack of innovation, um, probably because of lack of investors. Um, they're distracted by by retail and some other things. And so it's it's cool to kind of see that consumer product and, and gadgets, something that is new, neat and niche uh, because vape or not vape uh, pre-rolls are like the number two product in most uh, markets. It, vape is is close second, depending on how conservative that market is. The less conservative they are, the more that the likelihood that pre-rolls are going to be dominant. So seeing you jump into the market, kind of expand your, your tabletop version to maybe something else will be interesting to see kind of how that plays out. If people are interested to learn a little bit more, maybe grab that 15% discount code for a Christmas gift. Where can they learn more? Where are you guys at? Yeah, www.bananabros.com. 
Okay, cool. Uh, we're going to have uh, more information in the description, but I think with that, we're going to have to roll this one up. So I want to thank my guest, Carl Russ. He is the chief operating officer for Banana Bros and the auto. So Russ, thanks again, Carl, thanks again for being here. I have two doctor. first names. Josh, we really appreciate your time. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. I'm Josh Kincaid. This is The Talking Hedge. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, or don't, and I'm out. Don't forget to smash that like button on your way out and check out these other videos that we've got. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Are you looking for the next great cannabis business to invest in? Then you need to check out the MJ Bulls podcast. Hi, I'm Dan Humiston. Join me each week as I speak to both cannabis entrepreneurs who are raising capital and cannabis investors who are investing capital. Our 10-minute episodes are perfect for the busy investor. Start listening to the MJ Bulls podcast today, wherever you listen to podcasts, and who knows, maybe you'll discover the next cannabis unicorn.